A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together well-known friends to answer three thought-provoking questions over three or maybe four glasses of wine. Now, they say you should never work with your best friends, but what if you meet your best friend at work? Well, that's certainly the case for this week's guests. First up, you'll remember her as Tanya Browning from EastEnders and are most likely to be enjoying her as the no-nonsense head teacher Mandy Carter on Channel 4's Ackley Bridge. It's actress Jo Joyner! Hi! And I thought, I'm going to have free casual sex with anyone. I'm going to just sow my oats. I've got some making up time to do, right? Never looked better. Never felt better. For one night only. For one night only. And then realised that I, that, that just wasn't me. I'd literally be out for a drink and think, no, check, 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 check. No, you're, this is going nowhere. I'm not even going to kiss you. Um, so... <laughs> Sitting to your left, she is your best friend, your wingwoman. <laughs> you met at an audition for Channel 4's uh, show No Angels back in 2004. Is it that long? Oh my but we also know you as uh, Zoe Hannah on Casualty, where you did an eight-year shift on the wards. <laughs> you also burnt up that dance floor with Brendan Cole on Strictly. Yeah, back in 2012. Boom. And now you two are reunited. You're playing Kniez on Ackley Bridge. It's Sinitra Sarko. When my ex-husband and I were having a particularly bad phase, we had a row, and I was telling Joe about it. She went, "Can I just stop you there? Had he eaten breakfast? Don't have these conversations with him till he's eaten." And it was the one of the best gifts she gave me. I actually feel bad for that now, she, really, because no, maybe she should have left sooner. She got me a good four years out more out of that. Okay, first question. I'm going to keep it simple and ease you in gently. You met at an audition. Was it was it kind of best friends at first sight? I just knew we were friends. up for so best friends. Love, in it actually, yeah, we were we playing as well. best yeah. friends as well. And I just remember thinking, 
we'd get on really well and I hope she gets the job and I honestly did I remember going home and um, saying to my family yeah there's this one girl and I, th I think we just get on really well and then mm. here we are Aww. how many years later uh, maths is not my thing. You do the bills. 15 years on. Exactly. That's brilliant. It's lovely, isn't it? And we haven't worked with each other since. Until, Until recently. Now. Is it weird being back We're, together again, professionally? It's like not a day. It, honestly, it's like yeah. no days have passed. The theme that's emerging across this podcast from my actress friends is that actually you meet on a job and, and that friendship outlives all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's proper foundations. There's nothing quite like And I, there's I, a love there between these women. And that I think there's work. something really interesting to say about the actors specifically. We literally work yeah. for four weeks in some jobs, 10 weeks for some, six one months. day on a job, and then you do six months. So it's like, they're oh, really, and it's such an up and down business. It's, so, it's famine yeah. and feast, isn't yeah. it? Precisely. And so you don't know when you'll ever bump into anybody again when you're, when you're doing well and they're not. Are you going to yeah. bump into... So I think when you do find within that the kind of connection that makes you want to be friends with each other it it just feels like it's more special like we've both got friends outside of the industry but when you find one within it it is really it's more special because yeah. you know you got, you've got such a strange career that not many other people yeah. understand and we have a shorthand because we're it is, working it's in it. It's almost like you've lived together as well for a while, isn't it? Like, yeah. I remember when we... crazy hours. Yeah, and when we moved away for No Angels, it was the first time I'd moved away for a job. It was probably the first time I'd lived on my own properly without a boyfriend, I suppose, ever. And I was 25 and I, I'm, I'm rubbish at having my own company. It's just a thing of mine. I'm now comfortable like with it. With I've always wanted to be that person who really likes their own company and really cool with being on their own. And I'm not, just not. And that is just it. <laughs> I don't know whether it's having an open door policy at home, having a busy house, living a busy life, but I, I'm just, I just sink if I've got more than a day really? of my own company. I, I bore myself, right? So I remember <laughs> moving up there. And thinking, uh, I'm moving into this flat next door to Sinetra and all four of us were near each other in this behind this takeaway in Leeds in the middle of nowhere, weren't we? And I remember sort of arriving with my bags and thinking, oh God, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sink. But you know, I hardly know these people. But I'm gonna go and knock on that Sinetra's door, and I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just gonna be honest. So I just, I knocked on the door, didn't I? And I went to you, and hi, um. I'm not very good at being on my own and I'm just next door so I'm not saying I'm going to talk all the time or sort of be in your way or anything but you know if you just want to watch telly one evening and you know uh, I could maybe sit there and watch that, it with you that, that would be that, great I'm not joking, that's exactly what she said she's not even making it up she actually said Desperate. she started off with I'm not very good at being on my own um, and it literally if you want to just come and sit and watch telly with me I won't talk you can like just watch I won't get in your way proof. can I just be around you like, hello are you a stalker <laughs> basically what are she's you had no for? choice to be it was great though because I was obviously let you tell me anybody who wants to turn up on a new job and just live in a flat on their own you know behind a takeaway oh, everything Joe said I mean Joe was born Joe was born to have a sister really mm. and, and you're her sister from another and mister. I am yeah. I feel like there was something really easy that we, we I can't when you asked me to recount where we first met and what was it's so it was so seamless our friendship that I can't really remember a nerve, a, a weird bit, or no. did we know each other? I think we just, I think because we whispered to each other first time we spoke, like, can we have a cigarette? You know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of. I think we just automatically. But isn't assumed. that beautiful? Because you know, we talk, as you'll know, um, as regular listeners, <laughs> yes. about the importance of love in friendship, and mm. and that you know, people don't often acknowledge it 
and, and say, well, no, I love that person. But I think some of my greatest oh, love affairs yes. have been with the women that I call my friends. Absolutely. Yeah. We've said this. I've said this to Sinatra yeah, before. If to only I could fancy uh, a woman, <laughs> yeah. we would be a powerhouse. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. If we could just have that last bit of this connection as well, then we could take over the world. Yeah. yeah. You but, do fall in friendship. I, I use that term, uh, you know. Fall as, in friendship is yeah, lovely. Yeah. Nice. And, I, and you fall in friendship and you get high. You look forward to seeing each other. I mean, even though I get high with Joe my today. girlfriends, you know, like, yeah. you know, you go, oh my God, we're all together. How exciting is this? Everyone go Absolutely. away. If you're not part of this group, we're in. in, in we're yeah. in. We're locked you in. You hunker down. Yeah. We don't need to go out to a nightclub. Oh, we don't no. need to be, external influencers are not welcome. We yeah. just need each other. I don't other. need to be anywhere in public. Yeah. Yeah. I just want it's, you lot. In like tomorrow good. night, we're going out with the Kay and Lou as well. So our it's no a, our little girls. No Angels reunion. And Aww. it will be like medicine. I know it will be like yeah. medicine. And can I just say for the record, so Joe calls me Sue because people who've known me since I was really young, like my real inner circle call me Sue because Sinetra I didn't like when I was younger because it was like too long I'm I'm a Katie I don't like Katie it sounds like I'm being bollocked (gasps) me too I don't like Joanne no I'm being told off like if someone says Katie I'm like what Uh, what have I done oh I see so so because Joe is not only my friend at work but outside of work she has now become part of the family conversational so from here on in for the rest of this podcast you are Sue I'm Sue (laughs) you're part of the family now Kate I love that (laughs) don't call me Katie okay Okay, time for question two. Are you ready? Good. What I want to know is, what's the kindest thing you've ever done for each other? You're going to have to think a long time, because really I don't do much you for you except for... <laughs> demand, make demands. Just turn up on your, on your time. I can't be on my own. Yeah. No. You'll do. You'll do. <laughs> what Joe has done for me is, Joe sat through my entire first marriage and let me literally repeat the same arguments I'd have week in, week out and patiently sit through them all, being the friend, listening to me and and not saying what everybody else was saying and she was kind enough to be honest with me when I needed to be honest so she would she would be that friend that would say the other side of the story so a lot of friends will yeah so a lot of friends will agree with you and go oh yeah I really I'm, you know what yeah he's terrible he's this and Joe I remember one of the, it's funny isn't it because you, you remember the weirdest in my mum's garden the, the, yeah, there was the one oh. classic when my ex-husband and I were having a particularly bad phase and we had a row and I was telling Joe about it she went can I just stop you there had he eaten breakfast <laughs> <laughs> and I was like was he hangry and do you know what I didn't even know that was a thing and I was like no he had not don't have these conversations with him till he's eaten. So, listen, and I was thinking, <laughs> very wise, Jen. And it was the one of the best gifts she gave me. I mean, <laughs> what, a, what a crazy thing for me to say. Did you eat another few years out of your marriage? I did. Well, I actually feel bad for that now, she, really, because no, maybe she, you should have left sooner. She got me a good four years out more out of that. So, what, what I mean is her kindness is her honesty. So, sometimes she can be really blunt and say it like, ouch. But actually, what she's saying is what you need to I hear. I get accused of that a lot, Joe. And do I, yeah, I do. Being that friend. I do. And, I, and I just think that is what a friend is. And you should say it as softly and as kindly as you can, but sometimes you've just got a truth bomb a situation. And you hope for it back. What I, what I think God, is... Yeah. And then pe- when you pe- get it back, you're like, all right, yeah, shit. All right, <laughs> exactly. I like, had it recently. I was like, all right, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Well, well right. having given birth to myself in my son, I, I'm now, <laughs> I'm becoming a better person just being his mother because I'm thinking, oh, that, oh, that's a bit, oh, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, that's that's what everyone was talking about when they said just just you don't need to say that. So you know, you're like my life twin because my son is like me, and my like right. my my partner will say to me, you're so sensitive, and he is so sensitive. I'm like, I've made him sensitive. Yeah, and I am really super sensitive, and yet I give it out. Uh, but, know, but equally, that's, that's not right. Know, He's then the one that I'll go to. So you know, if if everyone else in the house says it looks lovely, I then go and if I'm not sure, and I go and ask Fred, and he says, no, nah, I don't think that belt goes. I go, I knew it. I knew the belt didn't go. <laughs> they're all liars, and, and, and they're all liars, and you're amazing because I knew it. You're right. Yeah. Would have let me go out like yeah. that with that belt yeah. on. You know what? I've never known anyone who likes the truth more than Joe. I mean, she actually she's savage about it. She will she would much rather hear terrible things about herself really, than yeah. Yeah, to try and be a better person and to I think, well that's personal growth, isn't it? But also I, I don't know whether I don't know whether it's a bit spectrumy. I, no, I, you I, just I've, I've often wondered, but I, but yeah, I'm I'm really not she's a good liar. A terrible liar. Um, um but no, I think it shows great self awareness. But I think uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like... Um, because sometimes I think when when somebody truth bombs you and, you know, you, you sort of you, you flinch a bit, you're like, oh, God, yeah, you're so right. Then I have to sort of take it into my cave and open it up in, on my own and go, yeah. OK, so let me just retract them, my steps here. Yeah, they're right, actually. OK, so how am I going to address this? And then I work it out. So it hurts, but it's progressive. Yeah. So it's therefore worthwhile. But also, I think, it's also because if you're in my pack, I mean, you are in for life. Like, there's a that's yeah. it. There is such huge amount of it's passion. Like you ain't getting out. Loyalty, yeah, yeah. adoration, all that. So I suppose in my head, I think, well, that's all the given. Yeah. So I mean, the love is, is unconditional. This, so the, the love is unconditional. We know that. So it's not going to hurt you if I say, you know, you should stop doing this right yeah. now. <laughs> did, it, did I mean? Does it? Does it? Did it help? So? Oh God, yeah. But what I'd learned from that is, actually, I really needed that. I'd rather her tell me what I shouldn't do rather than what I should. So I now do that a lot more with other people. Yeah. And I, I also know with Joe, I can say it back to her and she will not be offended. A lot of people would be if you said, oh, don't, you know, don't do that. Or, do you know what? Always remember to say hello to that person because that person always thinks you don't say hello to them. I could say that to yeah, Joe. Yeah. You know? and, and I'm really, like, I would be just grateful. Because yeah. <laughs> I genuinely just be go grateful. grateful because I know she'll be right. Is, is truth like a painful massage for you? You like it hard, you like to feel the yes, pain? Yes, it's a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, a bit like that, I suppose. I wonder why that is, Joe. What is it about? Is, do you think that is a quest for you, know, you, you to learn more about yourself and better yourself? Actually, I think because, although I'm an artist in theory... I come from a business family and I've got quite a pragmatic, I've inherited quite a, a, a logical, problem-solving, straightforward um, mindset, yeah. considering I'm allow, around a lot of creatives. And I can imagine my family laughing now because I'm obviously the one that isn't. Um, but <laughs> but <laughs> so you, so you can only imagine how honest yeah, some of my family are. <laughs> Have you listened to this? Shite. Shite. Ah. <laughs> the airy-fairy one is saying. Um, but, be a tree, Joe. Yeah. be a tree. <laughs> but I think, you know, in business and with men, like, you know, you can say those things. They're not taking... Personally, oh. you you know you get thing, you say things and you to move things forward to get to a better yeah. place, don't you? Yeah. And so, so therefore, I think it's helpful. And actually, I realise it's it's probably not very warm and lost me a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just you and Sue. I'm the lucky one. I have to knock on doors now. They don't know what they're missing out on. (laughs) You're in. (laughs) It's a small group, but you're very welcome. (laughs) So, Sue, what's what's been your greatest act of kindness towards Joe, do you think? Or, Joe, maybe you're better placed to ask that. Well, no, it's good to ask, Snatcher, because the joke is that 
my, <laughs> it's not really that funny, but I have a terrible memory. I'm literally sitting here sweating in panic because, <laughs> because Sinatra will remember <laughs> everything, all of those things, and I won't remember them until she tells she has me. Actually and then I can only ask me here today to be her friend because she knows she, she needs I, the memory bank. For the help. questions, <laughs> is your memory like my pelvic floor? Not what it was. <laughs> Maybe, possibly, not reliable. Basically, um, <laughs> doesn't spring back in quite the same way. I do. Here's a list of I, kind I, things that I've done for you enough. I can tell you. <laughs> I, what I tell you, there is I've no. I made a list. There is nobody like Sinatra actually as a friend. And what what I have to understand is that she has a lot of friends, and <laughs> and I have to share her. Um, but she, but she gives. You don't sound so, so much. When you say that no, you're not happy about <laughs> it. But, but I have to, I have to share. Um, but Sinatra actually just gives relentlessly to people. What she gives best is problem solving, I'd say. If you come to Sinatra with a problem, she will listen, she will sympathise, and that's pretty much all you get from most people, right? And they maybe will give you one or two ideas of what you might try. She will literally take that and make it her next project to fix. Oh, Give you a you. myriad. Renovation. Oh, honestly, literally a myriad of options on how you could approach it, and they will all be viable. They will all Ooh. end in some sort of result she, if you so use kind. them and listen to them. It's so true, though, isn't it? You I do love it, it to everybody. Well, she does it to everybody. Joe's also a great one of. She. I mean, this is just going to be kind of She'll take all viable solutions as well. It like sounds like you two are, are heaven sent. This is what I mean. It's like I've She's, got a problem. I've got eighteen thousand solutions. Uh, Let's do this. But within, I'll get a spreadsheet. And and Joe's the perfect person for me to sit. Not many people want to listen to 400 solutions, you know. Like, three's enough. <laughs> All right, so yeah, and I'll try that one. I'll send the text. No, I don't need to know the next version. Whereas Joe will go, ooh, yeah, and then she'll build on it, and then I'll go, ah. Uh, don't, uh, don't you love fixing things? Love, I love it. I love a She's good fix. Oh, I love it. Yesterday, I don't want to bore you guys, but I got involved in a TED Talks marathon. You know, what? have you ever done that? Oh, Where you I love go TED down Talks. a hole. You, you, yeah. I, I, just, I started with one, which was about intermittent fasting. Great, which led on to another one about the how to be successful, which led on to what is the key to happiness. Which led, I mean, literally, Did you I, let YouTube take I just you on a journey? went on a two hour Down TED a talk. Now, listen, one of them was fascinating because what it said is that in your life, in order to have happiness and success in your personal and working life, you need five people, five very important people. Okay. One of them, oh, I'm all in. one of them is a, See? you need a mentor, mm -hmm. you need a peer, yeah. you need a coach, you need a friend. And you need a cheerleader. Oh, I'm a cheerleader. And, you, and oh, this yeah. isn't. I, I, I think coach. it will work. It oh, will work if you have those five people oh. in your life. And I would say, and I was sitting there. Obviously, I'm listening to a thing, and oh, who's my this and who's my that? And Joe is my cheerleader. Oh. She genuinely is sitting in the wings whenever I've got anything where I go. I've got a dance. I'll show you in a minute. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I made this awfully difficult decision about Strictly or whatever, Joe was the first person I was like, I'm doing Strictly. And she was like, great. It's going to be, no, listen, it's going to be great. Do you know why it's going to be great? She gave me all these reasons why it's going to be great. You she made me, she was like, and I'm going to be there and I'm going to be watching you and you're going to be, and she really was. Because sometimes you can't have all these five people all working in the same industry as you, you know, your friend has to be mm. someone outside of it, your peer has to your be coach, blah, blah, blah. mentor. And so I'm giving Joe one of my five and I'm giving you. The cheerleader. Oh, I might give you the mentor, I think. Oh. You're going to go mentor, yeah? Yeah, I think I, I do come to you for... Yeah, I mean, if I, I don't go to many people, actually. There are five years between us. I mean, I am five years older than yeah, her. Yeah, she is old. But that's Four, nothing, sorry. That's nothing at our age. Four. No. 
It's not like we're at school. No. <laughs> and let's face it, we haven't changed, have we, in the last yeah. 15 years? No, I don't think I have, really. No, none of us have. Not at all. Mentally, I hope I've progressed. Oh. Well, I'm not so sure. <laughs> and I'll tell you what else you give me. You give me that what I love is the... She's such a fixer and such a doer. Love that you for that. If you, you know when you sit and have an idea and you go, oh, should we... Should we go to Ibiza? Should we go to... Do, with it? They've just seen this deal to Morocco. And before you know it, you've all booked it within an hour and you're all on it and you're all going. You know Angela and, Griffin? Yeah. She is that woman. She's that yeah. woman. Brilliant. You put Amanda Holden behind her, literally. Oh, my God. God. Then That's you're all. away forever. She yeah. is like, on it, on it, on it, yeah. on it. And, yeah. you know, and I am that person amongst some of my other you friends. Are. Yeah. For sure. So it's really refreshing when you're then in a circle of friends mm. and someone else yeah. is taking that one. You go, brilliant. Great. Yeah, we're off. We're going. I love We're going tomorrow. Yeah, do you like my family? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to write that see, down tonight. Girl and have five, a look. I mean, really, when you allocate and work out the other, they don't have to actually be people that. And they could be interchangeable, right? Of Depending course. Depending on where they're at in their of, life. Somebody might need a rest as a coach or mentor. <laughs> yes. You might have burnt them out on yes. the last problem. They could just become a friend for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the yeah. truth is, those five supporting people, cast. they keep you in a place where you are genuinely have being looked out for by your friends. I mean, I facetiously call my girlfriends like the booze cabinet. <laughs> because they're like my cabinet and like sometimes you know when I went through a really bad phase for which is probably most of my adult life about choosing men oh. you know in the end it was like I need you lot to filter okay. so you still haven't remembered anything any- no are you thinking anything I've missed she hasn't no I'll tell you Joe you're not being no. funny you're a crap friend I'm crap friend <laughs> no, I don't mind that she can't remember specifics I can't remember specifics because it is literally constant what I will say is that the the year after I met Sinetra, so we were back doing the third series, I think, of No Angels, or the second, it was during second the second series. series of No Angels, I lost my childhood best friend, um, sadly, to cancer. Oh. And there were three of us that grew up together in the village. And, um, and my best friend, who had been in a hospice all the summer, leading up to me going away to start filming again, and we... Uh, so I got the phone call while I was at work um, that she'd passed. And... Um, and I remember going off into this back room and Sinetra being the one that was brave enough to come burst in and find me, I suppose. But now that uh, we're so many years on, I think of her very often, obviously, like you do. And I feel like I was supposed to meet Sinetra because although I have a lot of great friends, I do, luckily, as does Sinetra, there's always going to be one or two that you feel you could absolutely always be every bit of yourself with that you could tell anything you're thinking no matter how grim or vile and it won't shock or surprise them it might even make them laugh and you know and there's very few of them that you can really be and feel like that with and I remember losing Claire and thinking I might never ever have that in my life again and I do think that that um, you were meant to come She's into my life. She's gonna make me pass. cry me now. Cry. I can't look at her because I know how, how how horrible that time was for Joe. Because I met Claire. I was really lucky enough to meet Claire because she came to visit us on the first series of No Angels, and I knew who she was to Joe. But I didn't actually know how ill she was. I don't think I knew that. She, we didn't know she was ill. Oh right, how right. Um, she she and serious, I really liked her. And she was. Um, I know I was twenty. Six, so she must have been 28, 27 oh, or 28. No way. I didn't know any friends who'd lost friends. I mean, I didn't even know people dying at that age. Who does? Mm. At 20 something, you know, that's no, really you're so young. not quick for it either, Joe, are you? And no. Joe was no. so. She handled. I mean, imagine working on your first big job and your best friend's passing away at home and she's living with it and working with it and doing, doing everything we're doing, like working night shoots, working all. I mean, we had a premise on No Angels where the show wasn't allowed to have any shot without one of 
the four of us in it. So one of the four of us was in every, every single shot. scene and shot of everything. That, so we were working chock-a-block. And for her to then tell us that Claire was really ill and it wouldn't be long. And then the day, I do remember the day it happened and you were right, it, it was a who's going to go in and speak to Joe because this is so personal and so we only knew her, like, you, you know, you yeah. said for a year. And, did you and I, yeah, yeah, I did. Because she, she, who knows what she needed right then, but, you know, can you That's the other thing, isn't it? It's when you're brave. Like my my um, my son, my daughter was ill last night, so she was. We, I've been up all night with her, where she was sick, and I was thinking this morning, smiling to myself, how different she and my son are when they're ill, and how similar she is to me when she's ill. So when my son is very rarely ill because he's so robust, but when he's got a sickness bug, he's and they're got, twins by the way, yeah, aren't they? yeah, they are. He's got a man sickness bug. So when he's throwing up through the night, he is cud- cud- clinging to you for dear life all the way through it. <laughs> when like is final this days? Stop, mum! Oh my god, I, there's nothing left in me. You know all this. Um, he's got his yeah, he's got man man bug, and then when Edie's sick, she's just like me. Just be here. Don't touch me. Leave me alone, but just be there. Yeah, and I'm going to get my head down and I'm going to get through this, which is what I'm like. And I can sometimes, when I'm upset or angry, be really quite repellent, I think. You know, <laughs> I, like you, you've got to be a brave person or know me really well which to come and hold that because actually what I'm giving off is get away from me and all I'm saying inside is come and hold me. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a yeah. contradiction like that. And a I, paradox. So I, I see that in my daughter and I force myself on her whether she <laughs> likes it or not. And I have, you know, very few people again who will approach that situation and go straight in even my husband won't most no, of but the that's time because, <laughs> and also you just okay i can say this to kate as well because you're also a strong woman and when we we are all these we've worked hard to be strong women so you forget there's a really vulnerable side to yourself and you haven't you're just not as as at ease showing that mm. in work mode and all the rest of it and and i think we just get so fixed in being strong and in charge Capable. but to the right mm. people I'll show everything of course yeah. and that I think that's the truth very good, does it? Well, you know what I that's mean that's maybe what got you into all those situations yeah. <laughs> that's a project you know yes. what you get to a point in your life you go listen if you're still my friend now we have to just be the real deal now yes. I mean, we haven't got time to be 21 going I'll have another 10 mates this way and another 10 yeah. you know you really have to you, you sort of we've got to sift the ship yeah sift through it <laughs> we've got to sift, sift the, the ship, ship. Yeah. life's too short time is precious We're, we've got <laughs> a lot on we've got family so to share ourselves with work to sift through the ship and fall in friendship you've got there three you go. gems there Kate. there's your podcast thank you very much girls <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Your next question. What is the biggest romantic fail you've ever experienced? <laughs> so I'm going to take you really far back to when I was like 16, 17 and yeah. the love of my life had just, we just had a kind of we're on a break moment because he was a, a he was a Muslim, I was a Hindu, we weren't allowed to be together because love, his love dad, across the yeah, divide. all that Romeo yeah. and Juliet angst and his dad had sent him off to Pakistan. And so my really? story, yeah, yeah, to go. You must have been heartbroken. I was absolutely heartbroken. How old were you, 16? Yeah, seven, just going on 17. 17, so you're in that, that emotional and, space uh, where you think you know it all, Oh, right? it's so intense. You're everything's like, everything's real intense. Then, yeah, you feel and everything. It's your you? first love and you know, I'd lost my virginity to this guy. It was all very big in my life. And so I did what you were saying, Joe. Like, I just got my girlfriends together. I was like, we're going away. Let's do something. And I took us all off to Yugoslavia for this last minute. Like, remember the days of teletext when you used to look at Do you remember when it was yes. called Yugoslavia? Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that was enough. Sorry. You've got to stop there. But I yeah. Didn't need, yeah. Hello, 1993. Um, <laughs> it's so too calling. Yes. Remember me. I was so even then without mobile phones, I was on the teletext, running up, I'm running up. Last minute deals yeah. on teletext. Up, yes, seriously, you know what I mean? Same. Running up my mum and dad's phone bills with these 0870 numbers, oh which cost yeah. like a pound a second. And I'm literally going, okay, I found it. Okay. And I'm then ringing my friends because, of course, none of the text, nothing that we can do now is available. So I'm like ringing them all, going. £79 for a week in Yugoslavia. <laughs> it was £79. For a week. Does uh, it include food? <laughs> well, we didn't realise it was a YMCA till we got there. It was a youth hostel. Oh. I hadn't checked. I just It was teletext, for God's sake. It was £79 per person. We all got there. Then were the days, eh? <laughs> and we're looking over the balcony. And the YMCAs in Yugoslavia back in then were quite nice. We looked over the balcony, and there, literally opposite our YMCA, is an army barracks with the boys, the army men, all in. That's where they all slept and relaxed. Ah. It was like their... Ideal. It's like Nirvana. Ideal. Oh the mothership has landed. They're just watching them training and going. Top Gun and bits. Yeah, God bless the boys. Yeah. Yugoslavian on the border of Italy. It was literally the border of Yugoslavia and Italy. So a lot of Italians were oh. part of it. It was great. So we were like, I've heard the song. And then we were about to make exchange And my boyfriend, who wasn't my boyfriend, but was my boyfriend, who I had literally just told my friends how much I'm in love with this guy. He's the love of my life. Nothing will ever. 
never happen between I'll never love anyone again. <laughs> I've just done this whole speech. Fast forward. I'm to, 16 and I'm, yeah, and I'm madly in love. And I was so embarrassed to tell. So then we obviously get to know the boys in the army. They're all inviting us over to the swimming pool. We're all hanging out. It's great. And Giuliano, the best looking Giuliano. one of them all. Giuliano, who doesn't speak a word of English. Except for Chow. Apart oh, from Chow English, and Bella. 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 We have a no conversation. We have no we have no language to speak, and he is clearly making an eye. <laughs> He's making eyes at me, and I'm thinking, oh my god, everyone's we've all been talking with Juliano. Andrea's already got together with Enzo, and it's great. But then it's like Love Island, friends, exactly. And my <laughs> Back friends, in the day. T- they go into Juliano. Don't bother, mate. She's madly in love. She's not interested. Yes. Not interested. Love across and the I'm divide. Thinking, Please stop it. I'm thinking, yeah, I can't say it to them. I can't say please stop it because I actually, oh, oh. And I was really torn. So I go off for a walk with Giuliano and and things happen. And I come back and the girl's going, where have you been? I was like, and I had this moment where I thought, you do lied, I tell the truth you? or do I lie? <laughs> and of lied. course, Joe, you I lied. was 17. I wasn't where I am now. And I said, girls, listen, we can't talk about it, but he's gay. <laughs> and he doesn't want any of the armies, any of the soldiers to know. Really so he, I'm the first person he's ever told, <laughs> and he wants to, to talk to me about it. He doesn't speak English, but we're doing it with sign language. And he's explaining. <laughs> he's like, Marcel, Marcel. He's, he's like pouring his heart out to me, and they're all going, Oh my God. Oh, I feel so sorry for him. I was like, He's in such a testosterone filled world. He just doesn't know how to tell. Oh I'm going to go back she never and just have a lies. chat with him. She goes all the way. I'm going to go and have a proper chat with him. Did you go back for sex? And I came back and she took a to have a proper chat with him. <laughs> it didn't have to involve sex. It was just a lovely holiday <laughs> romance. But I couldn't tell any of my friends about it because they all like, not her. She's she's taken. And I was thinking, I can't believe that. I've come up you with this ridiculous thing. Oh but God, that you turned him gay. Literally, I made him. I mean, that poor man doesn't even know the things I'd said to yeah. my friends to get away with. Just go. We only went for a swim. It was just lovely. It was great. But I, I just couldn't. And that, so it was only a romantic fail in the fact that I could never tell anyone. Oh. So this is the first time I'm telling oh, some nice. of those friends that that's actually that's a nice fess up. <laughs> so I'm fessing up on that one. Do you know the teletext holidays just brings it all back? Do you remember that? I do. I don't, I don't remember looking them up because obviously uh, I'm so young. Probably <laughs> 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 every page with and right and How it, long you couldn't did it pause take the page to load it. You know, oh, it's page just twelve forever. or thirty six. And, and I'm Yugoslavia. Always it was always Yugoslavia. Or it was always Yugoslavia. It was written like or Tenerife when we when we were. Doing our A levels, I lied about my age and got a job in a nightclub as a bar supervisor. Got all my friends' jobs, and we we saved enough money to afford a holiday. So we're like, we're going to Ibiza, no like way. I, like in between us, Kevin and Perry. You know, <laughs> we're going to Ibiza. We're seventeen. Let's do this. So we go to the travel agent. And they're like, Nah, Ibiza's totally booked. Oh. And I was like, Right, we need to go home and look on teletext. So we all go home on teletext. And fuck no, it's just Yugoslavia. So we go back to the travel agents. Hi, have you got anything near Ibiza? Like, you know, like we could Malorca. Yeah, like, like a lila or something. Yeah. So anyway, they were like, no, we've got this great place. It's called Blah Blah in Spain. I can't remember what it's called. Fuerteventura or something. Oh, Fuengarola or something. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, sounds great. It's in our price range. And we get, we land in Spain. And I see this bloke holding up a sign and it goes, the Hotel Mozart for the young at heart. And I was like, okay, that's us. We got on and I'm like, God, everyone's really old on here. It was a, it was a pensioner's it holiday. Wasn't a saga. Ah! A saga trip. The best holiday ever. 
Really? Such a good time. No, no. bloody good flirt. Oh, they, they were the oh loveliest people. God. And they would encourage us, you know, go out. You only live once. Don't marry young. Like all the women would oh, take I us to one side. Go out and basically, you know, sow your seeds. No. Have a great we time. Could be those old ladies. We will be oh, those pensioners on the bus. Lady. I stupidly went on an 1830 holiday with Did my you? boyfriend, oh, not my knowing gosh. it was an 1830 holiday. So we were on our first holiday. Neil and I were going on our first ever holiday together and we got on the on the coach and it was like this is a Club 1830. I didn't know they'd renamed Club 1830 to The Club. Oh. So who's to know that's Club 1830 no. when it's called The Club? Sounds great. No. It was awful. There were, like, literally the games in the pool that we all had to take part in, and we're like, you know... Just ha- assault, casual just, yeah, sex. Casual pass, pass a lemon onto your chin Just awful, your yeah, and yeah. Your yeah. Pass, pass a peanut from one mouth to yeah. another 50 times. Oh, fluid scent. Awful. So, um... I feel like my romantic epic fail wasn't wasn't. No, no this, but I'm not being funny. Of, you, you you told everyone you're in love. You created this huge kind of political religious yeah. drama. Yeah. And then you basically copped off with a really hot, possibly Italian, non-gay man who you turned gay and have lied yeah. about forever. Yeah. Okay, so that's a that fail. Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at a three-parter when I thank see you it. So, thanks very much. Juliana, where are you? Te amo. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> the irony is I got paid back for lying to my friends and telling them oh, about that because year, a, a couple of years later when I met my one of my best friends of life Andy uh, I fancied him. He was like a, t- a model out of CNA, like the catalogue. He was just CNA. Gorgeous. Out of CNA. Okay, Honestly, not you are proper aging yourself with your teletext, you Yugoslavia, <laughs> and now CNA. What am I What's saying? next? I meant like Atari. the next. Did I mean the next catalogue? Does I anyone have him. a catalogue anymore? I faxed him. I faxed him. And he paged oh, me back. You know what? I couldn't get to the phone box in time. I wish Julie Graham was on this podcast with us. She'd know exactly what we're talking about. Um, so... Yeah, so me and I Andy, Andy and I, oh my God, I flirted with him. I did everything. I thought he's so good looking. Um, and when I was single, he I gave him a lift home. And then on the back of me giving me a lift home, he said, do you want to go for a drink? I said, yes. yes. My friends were so psyched. I was took him for a drink. We went to this pub. I told my friends to go to the same pub to watch me with this really... I showed pictures of models in the CNA catalogue to go... That's what he looks like. He's that good looking. He was that good looking. And these are free catalogues that you used to get in the shop. She has to go to the <laughs> shop and get that catalogue to show her friends. Okay? She's not like, talking about Googling this or, or bringing it up on her no, phone. Okay. Back in the day. He is dropped She travelled for that CNA <laughs> brochure and she took four of them home and she cut pictures out and stuck them on her I wall did. until she and went on a date. And so I was so excited. This is the you know, he's a good looking guy. He's so funny. This, that and the other. We're getting on really well. Turn around, see my friends. He doesn't know they're my friends and I'm smiling at them as if say this is going really well and then he says I've got something to tell you and I'm like I think I know what it is <laughs> and he's like really I said yeah and I think I might have something to say to you as well because I'm convinced now he's about to say I really like you and I'm gonna say I really like you too <laughs> except he says I don't know if you'll want to be my friend after I've told you I was like I think I will and I'm literally playing this thing where I'm going, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. In like 20 minutes, we're going to be like, you know, Oh, my God. This is, I can't believe this guy likes me. And he said, I say, have you got kids? I mean, remember, we're 17, 18. He's like, no. So have you been to prison? He went, no. I went, then there's nothing you can say that will make me. And he went, and literally, he dropped his eyelids and they fluttered in a way that I literally went, are you gay? And he went, oh, how did you know? <laughs> and, he, and I went, oh, it's that's fine. He went, can I have a hug? I said, of course you can. And as I gave him a hug, my girlfriends were going, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and they're celebrating. They think it's the best day. They leave going, she's in there. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not. And to this day, he is the godfather of my son now. Oh, that's We lovely. became the best of it. Because, of course, the minute the sexual dynamic gets taken out of it and you know you get on... You, you can't ruin it, can you? Then yeah. you fall in friendship, yeah. aren't you? Joe's history is... What's my romantic well, fail? Thanks. Oh, I knew you'd know. No, no, I don't know yours <laughs> because you've only had two boyfriends. In my life. In her yeah. life. Oh, are you serious? Exactly. So these questions are not made oh, for me. You know, I mean, I'm literally a virgin. Do you virgin. know what I mean? And, um, I had no idea. I mean, no. it's, like, it's, it's like living with the Virgin Mary. Um, <laughs> two boyfriends. So when you say life. romantic fail, I mean, I've only known Joe with the one guy. She's only ever. Have you, have you ever tried to razzle dazzle one of your two boyfriends? I've never tried to impress any of them, which is probably never. why we know. <laughs> I must have done, mustn't I? I've, bless him, if I have failed with Neil, he's never really let on or noticed, possibly. Yeah, haven't he so, married you? The man went on to marry you. This yes, cannot so be a nothing is a sound fail. amazed. I know. <laughs> I know. He knows everything and he's still married. <laughs> still, like, you still married. You talked to him like that and he still married you. That's what she wants to say. <laughs> he is great. And I have known them from the beginning. Right, I've known them from pretty much the beginning. And so their wedding was fantastic, actually. It was, was a really, it? yeah, it was so yeah. lovely because, again, because they were like childhood sweethearts who'd gone into this. We met, at university. We met at university, but we were never together at university. And then you kind of rediscovered we each other. We rediscovered each other about three years after university so we we were actually re- almost best mates now. through university but I just did, you know I, I, he asked me out in the first year and I thought oh, you're joking your mum's only fed you cowpole you're tiny you're like you just didn't see him as a I love how, how wealthy you were with uh, your one boyfriend under one, boyfriend. one boyfriend I was still with that boyfriend very much so you know there I was going no no I'm with I'm with Graham forever we're going to get married and you know this is, this is lovely you're really lovely but you know you're just a little boy and you know Graham's so mature um, so um yeah, so we did nothing happened, and then I, I did start fancying him towards the end of university, probably, and then um, probably, possibly. No, I did. I did. If I'm she honest. was madly in love with this guy, she's being so modest. They were like lovers. Young we were three really when they first no. Came. We were yeah. When we first got together after university, yeah, something clicked, and I went, oh my god, I can't believe it was you. Did you get? Of course, it was you. We were best friends. What was I thinking? I know. I remember vividly the first time I met him when we were nineteen, and I remember joking and he was jumping off a wall and I it's like a photograph to me I remember thinking I love you you're going to be in my life forever I'm going to know him forever I love and then, that Joe. and then we were best mates for, was it that you know, certain in your mind yeah but obviously I didn't it, we weren't I wasn't in love with him I just thought I had friend I fell in what do you friendship. call it friendship fell in friendship friend love I fell in friendship. <laughs> uh, I fell in friendship with him then and and I knew that he was going to be in my life forever as he was uh, all those early years and so then how did you get together he I split up with the long-term boyfriend. Graham was R.I.P. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. Uh, after 10 years. Oh, no, Because I realised that we were going... He was possibly going to ask me to marry him. And I suddenly thought, it's not right. Mm-hmm. We've outgrown each other. He's a, he's a really brilliant, brilliant guy. I, you know, wouldn't have possibly even have been an actor if I hadn't met him. We, but, um, but we were just good friends. We were really yeah. good friends. We were like brother and sister then. And I thought there must be more to life now, really. And we are both very, very happy people with happy families now. So we were right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you went off time. in search of the flutters. No, I just went. Do you know what? I'd forgotten all my friends. I realised that in that relationship, we'd got some great friends together. But I'd moved my world to Manchester and I'd, I had neglected all my own friends. Friendships from university and and anywhere really, and um, 
and I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna do this new single life. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Oh God, I am gonna I am gonna have free casual sex with anyone. I'm gonna just <laughs> sow my oats. I've got some making up time to do, right? Um, I, I can't tell you, Joe, how many times I've tried to have a one oh night stand. Oh my God, never happened. Okay, never. Me, me no, too. I just go out with so them forever. Every one night stand I've ever had, I've thought was my next relationship, and then oh, I found out oh. it was a one night stand. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm the opposite. Oh, really? I'm the opposite. Never pulled sh- one off. Forty six. Literally could have walked about with it written all over me like this is it this is my time yeah. never looked better never felt better for one night only for one night only <laughs> and then realised that, that that just wasn't me I'd literally be out for a drink and think no check 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 no you're, this is going nowhere I'm not even going to kiss you um, so, <laughs> to, um, so it never worked out but then I went I went out for I went to go and call on him and my and my friend Craig Neil and Craig who were two really good friends through Union um, and we had a lot of adventures and you know silly times in Cardiff I thought I'm going to get back in touch with I've missed the boys why have I not seen the boys you know let me go and see the boys actually I didn't know Neil was living with him I went to go and see Craig and knocked on the door and they both opened the door and I and uh, I said hi and they just took me by the arms and I went where are you going they said we're going to the pub I said no but I've driven they went nope you're staying over and we are going to the pub and we went we went out all day and all night and for about two days probably and just all reconnected which was brilliant and then I started seeing him a little bit over the few weeks he'd be like should we go and see so-and-so in a theatre should we go and see so-and-so in the play yeah and and then he missed you well he was really casual do you know what we ended up sleeping together quite quickly and me going to him. But, you know, obviously you should stay with your girlfriend because, you know... This oh, we had a girlfriend? <laughs> yes. Oh, that, the morning after, <laughs> I went to him. No, listen. <laughs> I said to him, but I remember I saying, she might be the one. She might be the one. So, you know, don't, don't ruin it. Don't do this that. with me. And I know you just him. did it, but I don't remember, do this. Yeah, I remember him saying, no, no, I, she's not the one and I am going to finish it. And I said, well, no, don't, because I am just having casual sex lately. I mean, this is the new me. I am just, you know, this is me at 25. And he was like, well, no, I'm not going to do it for you, but I'm just, it's just not, I'm not that sort of person. So I'm just going to, it's obviously not working. I'm going to finish it with her. But that means nothing with us. I was like, good, because I'm going on a hen do in three months' time and my God, am I going to make up some time. So we are just going to have some sort of casual whatever. Great, this is great and everything. And I mean, I don't know who I was trying to kid. So for three months, he was pre- pretty much living with me while I waited to go on this hen do where I was obviously going to, you know, re, re, rebirth. And, um, and then on the hen do, it just became a running joke that, uh, you know, I was, um, is that your non-boyfriend again on the phone? Yeah, yeah. And every time we met anyone from Wigan, Wigan, oh, do you know, do you know Neil Madden? <laughs> You know, and then by the time I got back no, from there, friend. I remember yeah. chatting to him and thinking he's playing it really cool, and he was playing it so cool. And I remember him chatting to me outside my kitchen. I remember what he was wearing and everything, and I was talking about what had happened that day. He was talking about what happened that day, and I suddenly thought, any minute now, he's going to say to me, "I went out on a date last night" or something. And I, and it just went through me, and I thought, what are you doing? Why are you pretending mm-hmm. to be this person that wants to do all this casual stuff? You you you. You're in. So it's not me. Lockers, she was on the prowl looking, but she happened to find Mr. Wright the very first person. <laughs> I mean, when does that happen? Never. I, but I, I remember going on this girl's holiday just before I started on like, sort of big time telly. And I said to my friend Claire, we were going to Ibiza. I was like, she's my friend from school. I said, you know, if I'm ever going to have casual sex, now's the time. We'll do yeah. this big new Saturday night show, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, almost like, really organised. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, You've got a plan. You planned gonna, it. If I'm going to be a bit loose, now's, now's the, the time. time. My slot is now. I've got this two-week window. <laughs> so, off a trotted to boots. Like, really organised. I've 12 condoms, please. I'm only there for 14 Brilliant. Nights. Lovely. Probably won't do it the first and last night. But that's in my head. You know you like, can get them free I'm from just your gonna, GP. You know, just bang you. like a barn door. You right? See, I like a plan. This is, this is kind of up my street. came home with 12 condoms. 
<gasps> so the plan failed. I was like, Ibiza's the worst God, place. My God, what do these men expect from me? I mean, they're like, yeah. go over there. I turned into freaking Julie Andrews in Ibiza with a glow stick. Like, I don't no, blame I you. No, that's literally me. I couldn't. That is me. I was like, no. you got to really be But I'm a really to... good flirt. Oh, totally yeah, to really days. good flirt. Yeah. Really enjoy a good flirt. So does my husband, actually. So that's all good. I don't mind a little but, kiss. But she's but a great flirt. So you shit my pants and run home. Me too. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you two are about to join. You are, you are one. Um, I'm Hello. nothing like Hello, either of you. Cheers to that. I'm a terrible flirt. <laughs> Let's go to Ibiza. Let's tear that place <laughs> up. Let's go and have no sex in Ibiza, <laughs> Joe. Give me a glow stick. And, uh, go and Blue watch whistle. everyone else having sex in Ibiza. That's it. You're just yeah. on the side watching did. everybody on else. On that holiday, I remember standing in Manumission and I looked up and there was this, like, this netted hammock above me and there was people having sex in it and I could see this man's testicles coming through oh, the net. That's enough to put anyone off. I've got all <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, and it made me feel sick. That's all. I just went home and I thought I just can't get that image. You're that missing man. nothing there. You do know that oh, case. Yeah, totally <laughs> and I'm, I'm you're saying that like you know. Yeah, you. I've been those I, people. And I am really glad that I've saved myself for the night. Yeah, yeah, me too. Crossed my path, and I say this to my niece now, who's eighteen and she's a firefighter, and I say, just, just don't give yourself away. Yeah, you're precious. Yeah, you know. And but if you do, let me know what it's like. So I never yes. did it. <laughs> <laughs> let me know. See, so that was Joe's fail that we've just heard. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. my fail was Joe's not having a one night stand but trying really hard. <laughs> there you go. Wonderful love story <laughs> that ends distorted. in marriage and twins. <laughs> is her epic romantic. <laughs> Joe did it. it. Did, you she did it. Buy one get one free. Joe. Ridiculous. Buy bog off offer. Honestly, struck gold. Did you push? No. I was. We were all set to. Oh my god! It was just. So I'd done my hypnobirthing. I mean, I was going to, I really want, if I'd have had one, I'd have had a water birth at home. I am, you know, I'm that person. Um, and much to my mum's horror, because she obviously thought we were all going to die all the way through the pregnancy and everything. Um, <laughs> Calm then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Inside. Um, and so outwardly, yeah, just not talking. But, <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah, so I was huge, as you can imagine. They were 6'11 and 5'11, so they were big. Oh, big Jeez. and two placenters, five foot two. So I just looked like Mr. Greedy, basically. And I couldn't get upstairs for the last three weeks. I couldn't, <laughs> I had to sleep sitting up on the sofa because Fred was on my lungs, so I couldn't lie anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't get a pair of Birkenstocks on. My feet were so big. I was in a state, right? So oh, there I am, in a state, but blissfully happy that this is going to happen and had my hypno classes I've been gung-ho about the whole thing especially even more so because my mum was worried so I'm proper like oh god get over it mum women's done it for years it's going to be fine <laughs> and, then, and then I remember the phone going and I was in my house on my own and I looked at the phone which was just just there and I thought there's no way I'm getting to that phone I can't even move I can't get to the phone I can't breathe and then I remember the fear coming thinking how on earth am I going to give birth how am I going to do the biggest marathon of my life when yeah. I can't get up and get that phone now I'm a bit scared so it's all set to go and there we are watching Celebrity uh, it was at the jungle get me out of here uh, one evening and you know I'm huge I'm sat next to my husband and I'm you know inside I'm thinking about this whole thing thinking this is terrifying actually I can't let on to everybody because I've been really gung-ho about it but actually I'm a bit worried about trying to do this naturally and then it was like the earth moved. I can't tell you. Can you imagine the size they were? Edie got up and would lay across Fred's lap on her tummy, basically. So 
basically my entire stomach just went <laughs> like an alien. My husband went, oh my God, what's happening? Because you could see it. You on could, your, you see, could it. see it. It was on your that stomach. visible. Oh Even God. through my jumpsuit. Like you stretch then. You can see it. Oh my God. I mean, your tummy's This, that and the other. And I, I nearly threw up on the spot because all my organs are there and, you know. Oh my God. And, uh, and, and it, was, it was awful. About a day later, we went for a scan and he said, oh, oh, they've moved. I said, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I saw it happen. He went, ah, oh, this is not going to happen. She's, one has laid over two's lap and, you know, they just basically make a big ball. Even I can't do that. We'll have to book you in for a cesarean. I remember thinking, ah, oh, oh, OK. OK, well, well, there's no well, way. If we yeah. must. Yes. Yeah, what a relief. Then, yeah, it was a bit. It was meant to happen. The next one's a C-section. Well, so I did. I, never got I, pushed, I, I pushed his head out and then they pushed it back in me and had a cesarean. No. So I did all that work, 30. Six hours screaming agony. I want a refund. Pushed him yes. out, and then they went. Hang on, we're not sure of the cause around his neck. Pushed his uh-huh. head back in my then. body, and then wheeled me into surgery. So you've surgery. crowned. That's the worst bit. Yeah. That's when you feel like the Exorcist, and your head's going to spin off your body. It was on another planet. In fact, there's a reason we can't remember that pain, isn't there? There must be some reason. Oh, I can remember it. And to anybody that's expecting a baby, stop listening now. <laughs> Go listen to another podcast. Because <laughs> it really no. effing hurts. No, my word to anyone who is pregnant is do, do not worry about one day out of nine months. Don't spend nine months worrying about one yeah, day. Yeah, no, no, no. No, and I hadn't. I genuinely hadn't up until right then when I couldn't get to that phone and I went, oh, God, I can't But when they say, breathe. oh, the my magic God. Sunroof chair, you're like, okie dokie, all right then. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for coming in. Joe, I know you love this show and I'm so pleased you got in touch and, and, and said, you know, what about it? Don't forget, as always, we love hearing from you. Um, if you've identified with any of today's conversation, God love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> feel for you. Uh, you or if you've remembered us. any of my stories that I forgot. <laughs> Anyone out there can add to Joe's <laughs> epic fail romantic story. Please write it. Oh, God, it's like, that. see, you've turned someone gay who wasn't. <laughs> or like me, you failed to use any of your 18 condoms at the prime of your life. You can email us, whitewinequestiontime at yahoo.com. You can find us on Twitter. We are at whitewineqt. Or we are at the same address on Instagram. Or I'm the Kate Thornton. As always, the music for the show has been provided by Andy Bell. Andy Bell's music with Ride and Oasis can be heard at all good music outlets. This podcast was produced by Caitlin Mercer for Yahoo and by myself, Kate Thornton. Uh, remember, we have drunk rather a lot today. <laughs> Probably more than usual, if I'm honest. <laughs> but I like to think that we're still on the right side of drinking responsibly. Ladies, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> always. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.